Class is in session. Bell has rung. Well, Bell, but uh, all right. I know as Ken um, valiantly attempts to do technology stuff, um, we should start, and it's fine, you know. But today, uh, question and answers uh, number five. Uh, good works. What are good works in God's sight? And that's what we're going to talk about today because I think it's very important to understand what good good works are and what good works aren't. Uh, according to uh, God and his word, not according to man, um, and what those good works, what do they amount to, or do they amount to anything? You know, it all kind of is weaved together. So uh, why don't we begin uh, with a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you uh, for, for deeming us good by your work. Bless us, O oh Lord, by your word this day to give us the, the assurance of salvation, knowing full well that through all things, uh, we are your handiwork, and that you prepared all these good works for us in Christ Jesus. Bless us today. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, yeah, what are good works in God's sight? Now, if, if I, you know, based on last week's uh, Bible study, uh, number five was, I know Don read that for us, or... Don said that that is what is not true about moralistic therapeutic DSM was good people go to heaven, right? Uh, and it made me think about what is good. And in terms of, oh, sorry. In terms of good work, uh, what is good work? What is an example of a good work? Good work. Giving for the poor. Giving for, okay, good. For food. Good. Anything else? Helping your neighbor. Broad umbrella. Like that one? Very good. Volunteering, yeah. Volunteering. Volunteering to teach Sunday school. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, you know, but what makes those works good? Doing them out of love, not because they're going to give you anything. And you're not doing any. You're not going to receive something in return. You're doing them because you want to, because it's you're because doing, of our faith. You're doing it in God's name. So, based on that, can someone like, let's say, I don't know Bill Gates's heart. I know he's going through some things these days. I don't check too much on the news, but I know he's going through some things. But, uh, um, but he is a, he's known to be a, a philanthropist, right? He, he gives a lot of money, a lot of chip. He's behind all these global health foundation type things. And a lot of people would say that he's doing a lot of good work. Now, is that, is that good work in the sight of God? And that's, I think, the question. Um, there are great people in this world, and they do a lot of good things. Right? A lot of philanthropic things. Feeding the poor, uh, or taking care of the poor, feeding the hungry, um, looking out for all the world, and doing so many good things. And, and the world will say about these people, wow, they're such, they're such good people. They're doing a lot of good things. Now, when we talk about good works, what what amounts? Is it because they give that it's good? 
I mean, you already kind of, you already said it, uh, you guys over here, about the name uh, to live, the name to which we proceed in, in how we go um, in, in loving and serving neighbor. And I think that's something that I think is very important to know the starting point of what that good work is. Because the world will say anything that is positive or good for neighbor is from any place a good work. And is that, is that the case? Um, and that is telling uh, really about where you think your holiness truly resides or your status or your goodness with God really resides. I think that's the bottom line question here is, uh, what is God's good work? Yes? But, but people in general are made of God's image. And part of our, part of his image is in our heart, even the people that don't know about God and so forth. I, I think that sometimes they do things um, because part of them is from God still. I, I can't see why God would, I mean, they don't want to take credit for the good or whatever usually, but I can't see him being sad about Bill Gates doing things that help humanity. Uh, or, I mean, even Christian people that do good things, nothing, all of our works are tainted, but I can't see God being sad. Um, I, I, I think the, the question is, uh, what makes it a good work in God's sight? Like, can, and that's, that's, a, that's a question, right? Uh, can a non-believer who does all these things in God's sight as a non-believer, is that a good work in his sight? Not, not if God would be, he's not against, like, it's good that Bill Gates does all that, right? It's good. I'm not saying it isn't. It's not a bad work. Or it's not, it's not work that furthers the devil's kingdom. Well, or maybe it could be. Yeah, but it's, just, it's just, I think the final line, once again, comes to, are you doing it for self-glory or are you doing it for God's glory? And that's where the, the, the delineation comes in. Because you can do anything humanly possible, but if you're doing it not for the glory of God, then you're going down that rabbit hole of sin. Well, I think a better question is, um, and I think what Chris is saying is what I'm not, that's kind of not the scope to which I'm kind of going down, but I get what she's saying. And that's, I think, what will be clarified today, hopefully, Lord willing. Uh, but yes, what are good works in God's sight? And these Bible verses will clearly show us what are good works in God's sight. That's very key. Uh, because, well, why don't we kick in? Someone read uh, Ephesians 2, 8 to 10 for me right here. If so, can read that on your paper or in the Bible, whatever you wish. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. All right. So going back to the good work in, in the sight of God, what does it show us about our good works? 
By grace, you are saved through faith. This is big. Faith that trusts in the grace of God. Right? Faith that trusts in the grace of God and what he has done. And as a result, you are his workmanship. So that's a pronoun right here. His, right? So why is that... Uh, why is that important? Why do I circle all these circles on the board? <laughs> what is it saying about the good works in the sight of God? Well, they're God's good works because he, made, he designed them and he designed us to do his work through us. Yes, and, and that is through faith, right? And, yeah, faith and um, wanting to be with God to do his will. Yeah, so so why does faith play a big role in in our good works in the sight of God? Anyone have a question or answer for that one? Why does faith, or how does faith play a, a role in a sense of our good work in the sight of God? Faith is a very big thing here. Huge. That's, yes. Anyone? It's kind of deep. So, so our faith we have Christ in us, right? When, when we are baptized, Christ covers us, but he is also, we are his children and mm-hmm. he is in us. And so by, by, by having Christ in us, what we do that is good is done through Christ. Even without thinking about it. It's part of our being. It's part of our, our whole. That Christ in us is doing these things. Yes? Yes. <laughs> yes. Does that make sense, everyone? No? Kind of? Maybe? But that's still confusing. You know, now I'm, I'm still what thinking about, about Chris. But what about the people that don't have faith? Can they still do... God's will. It's, it's not necessarily God's will. God's will, he used the most evil kings in the Bible for his will, right? But good works is a different, that's a different thing. God works, and you're right, God works in so many different ways, even through evil pagan gods, right? Or kings, rulers, right? Even in our world today, we pray for our, our rulers, but we know they're not perfect by any means uh, that goes for every president that we've ever had right but we know that god works in mysterious ways on how that that is done but good works if there is someone who does not have faith and they're doing a lot of good work great good for them right serving feeding the homeless taking care of all these things good for the world they've helped the world yeah, yeah, and that, that's great, right? Whether or not it comes from a Christian or not. Yeah, yeah. But if Anthony is um, going to work every day, punching the numbers, and um, doing all the normal things that we do as Christians, which one would be a good work in the sight of God? Does it matter? Well, I think it does, because the ultimate good work is... God's point of view, I like that. That's right. It it does matter. It does, right? The ultimate work is is Christ. I mean, the ultimate is is our... Not that our faith is work, but the ultimate 
good thing that we could do would be to spread the gospel, right? Or to, wouldn't that be like the, the, the tippy top of if good things were ranked, it wouldn't be just helping someone pick up the papers on the floor. That's a good thing to do, but bringing them, you know. I don't know about that. No? That's an interesting, an interesting thought, because that leads me to the question, in God's eyes, no sin is greater than another sin. So is any good work that's done to glorify him, is that? Yeah, it's, it's a response. It's a response, right? It's a response of faith that we praise His name and glorify Him. But again, going back to this uh, reading here uh, from Ephesians, His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. That in Christ Jesus is very important, and we'll get down to this. I know you guys have, based on your facial expressions, a lot of profound looks. God prepared beforehand. The question is, what is the foundation of every good work in the sight of God? Jesus. What Jesus, right? And that is a very important thing. I, I know we always talk about Jesus because he's everything, right? But here we see in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith. Faith that trusts by the power of the Holy Spirit, Holy Trinity Sunday, through the Christ who died on the cross for our sins, right? Uh, through this gospel, that in his name, we are children of God and that we are the blessed and redeemed and we are deemed, is it the work that deems us good, or is it the work of Christ that deems us good? Work of Christ. Work of Christ, right? So what our goodness is, I know the, the Good Friday was called the Goodest Friday. I don't know if you remember that one. But uh, good is not a word. <laughs> the red line on my Microsoft. It's so funny. And I'm like, you know what? It is now. <laughs> but that good is Christ, covered by his blood. So when we talk about Ephesians 2, 8, 9, it'd be, you know, when we go through the Bible study of Ephesians, if you've been following along here, it's all about what St. Paul is teaching them. It's all about Jesus, and it's all about what he does, even though he is imprisoned. Don't worry about me. It's, it was always about Christ, so that's why Ephesians, take heart, do not worry, right? Do not be afraid. And it's through that faith that we very well know that we are good in front of God. And that is, that is uh, the very big distinction in the sight of God of what is good. That what is a good work, it all begins in Ephesians 2, 8, 9 here. The foundation of every good work. And we're going to talk about foundation here. Uh, for our confessions right here, uh, I'll read it for you. Um, it is God's will, order, and command that believers shall walk in good works. The true good works are not those which people invent for themselves or that take their form according to human tradition, but rather are those that God himself has prescribed and commanded in his word. That true good works are not performed out of our own natural powers. Does that make sense? Like, this is not a human will thing. This is a goodness of Christ in the gospel thing. Not natural. We know our natural powers, right? Our natural inclination. Well, we know. Our works, but there are, but there, but they are performed when a person is reconciled with God through faith and renewed through the Holy Spirit. See that right there? That is the foundation to which we go in light of our own good works in front of God. Um, the non-believer will will do good works, they'll do all these good things, and they'll. I think in general they'll kind of add those things together and say, I've done a lot of good in my life. I'm pretty sure moralistic therapeutic deism, as we talked about last week, I'm pretty sure I'm a good person and God is good with me and I'm, he's happy with me. So I'm sure I'll get there, right? 
Um, and, and that's just the nature of man is to kind of add something to the table of our own, whatever it is, our stance with a deity, divinity, whatever one, anyone wants to believe. But th this, is, this is kind of the distinction with good works is that uh, when someone says, um, um, you know, the good old James, what is it, Kennedy's uh, Evangelism Explosion, right? James Kennedy, I don't know if you ever took that back in the 70s and 80s, but uh, if you were to die tonight, where would you be? That question. But uh, a lot of people would answer, well, I've been a good person. And that, that is, is that true? I mean, do the good works that you've tried to do in life, does that measure up in the sight of God in a sense of who what he views your good work as. And, and I think that's very important, a distinction that needs to be always understood. Uh, yes, God does work through many people, even people that do not believe. God provides for everyone, even people who, don't, who do not believe, right? Uh, but yet at the same time, the question is, what are good works in God's sight? And um, that's a very, it's an interesting question because I think it really does show us what we view what goodness really is. Um, yes? So last week at Sunday school, we talked about is there an unforgivable sin? And there is only one unforgivable sin, right? And that is the denial of the hope of the Spirit. Of Rejection, God, yeah. Right? Okay, so people who are doing good works, who are non believers, who have actually denied. Rejected Christ. Yeah. Rejected Christ. In the sight of God. I get that. In the right, I get that. But still, what of the people who have never been presented the gospel, and they're they're doing kind, wonderful, generous oh, things? I don't know. Is that? <laughs> that's a that's a question mark category that we the what ifs of. I don't know, honestly. You um, always answer me with those. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, well, but... Uh, you know, if it isn't in the Bible, you have to kind of say, I don't know. Hey, yes, so again, it, I think this question is really pointed to, in God's sight, what are good works? Uh, and, and that's the key to your faith, I think, at the end of the day. Uh, let's read uh, Matthew 7, and, Matthew seven fifteen to 20. If someone could read that real quick. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. You go? Y yes, 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 sorry. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits. Okay, so what does that text say? And that's a John 15, 5, very similar to John 15, 5. I'm the vine, right? You are the branches. What does that say about bearing fruit? What, what does that scripture show us clearly about how that bearing fruit is done. Well, a healthy, healthy tree can only be bear fruit through Jesus. So a healthy tree is one who is forgiven, 
of Christ, in Christ, child of God, faith through grace, right? Grace through faith, right? And we are His workmanship, that we work under His care and His name. Hallowed be thy name, right? So what we talk about, every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the disease tree, what does the disease tree do? They bear bad fruit. So what is that saying about uh, uh, the healthy tree or the the disease tree? What is what is so important about that foundation as Anthony pointed out there? Why is it so important to uh, to really understand the the root or the vine or the healthy tree or the disease tree um, in in light of the question what are the good works in the sight of God? You're connected Jesus, you are going to be a healthy tree because of the pure source is him. Everything is coming from him. He's the original energy and the root and everything. Yeah, yeah. So the life of the tree. Yeah, yeah. So so if it is not of God, let's say bless the blaspheme or rejection of the Holy Spirit, then can they produce good fruits? In the, in the sight of God. In the sight of God, because in our eyes it might appear yes, but not in the sight of God. And that's the thing. Do you see the difference now, a little bit? Like in the sight of man, it looks good. In the sight of God, no matter how good it looks, in the eyes of man, is it good in the sight of God? When it comes from a diseased tree. It says, no, a diseased tree, what do you do with the diseased tree, Anthony? You chop it up. Chop it up, or me, I just let it grow and watch it and say, oh, what am I doing that? Until the wife says, pull out the roots, please. I'm like, all right, it's been like a year. I'm like, yeah, you're right, I should do it. Anyways, but uh, uh, yeah, you know, it, it, uh, it's all about, do, do you see the difference now, slightly? Do you see kind of that distinction between good works in the sight of God and how it correlates with the healthy tree or the diseased tree, right? In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus teaches the dangers of false prophets and teachers in order to discern between false and true prophets, he urges them to see their fruits. How does Jesus' description of true and its tree and its fruits clarify the primary question, what are good works in God's sight? So good works, in, in essence, are not, class, they're not verified by our own measure. Your salvation... Is not verified by your own measure. Don's goodness is not because he punches numbers. Not punches numbers, that's what I mean. But punches numbers. <laughs> that's right. Or rates. All right. So, uh, uh, but, but his goodness is not because um, he listens to his wife all the time, right? <laughs> Don't know why there's a chuckle there. Anyways, but. Uh, <laughs> But his goodness, at the end of the day, is Christ. Right? Do you see the difference now? Like, we're, see, the world's view of goodness is, let's add up these piles of good work, and if we've done all this, then we can deem ourselves good in front of God. When in fact, I am a poor, miserable sinner, and it's only Christ, right, in his goodness, that makes me good, to do good. Yeah? See the difference? 
A little bit? But do you see the difference here? That's very important in essence of our faith. Because good works is actually a very faithful thing. In a sense where our view of good works is centered not on ourselves. It's on Christ. And that's what's good. Like, like uh, you know, Ken or... Or, or Tia, you, you do a lot, I know, in life. But you're not doing it to be good in front of God. You do it because you are already good in front of God. And that's what good works are. You know, if, if someone says, uh, oh, I, you know, good works, you know, there, there's a side of people that say, oh, we can't never talk about good works because that'll bring out legalism. And that might for someone who is legalistic. But for the one who is of the gospel, Good works takes on a totally different shade. Like, this is just what we do as already good children of God. Very big difference. The world will do the, the polar opposite. Like, I have to do all these things. If there is a divine being out there or a moralistic God, a transactional God, I just have to get this done. And whether there's a God or not, I'm just going to dot my eyes and curl my cues. Is that what they say? <laughs> Cross my T's. <laughs> um, uh, and um, I will get it done just to just to keep my just cover bases just to, yeah. just to cover my bases um, and again this is uh, is this the case and when we talk about John uh, Matthew 7 and John 15 we very well know that is not the case alright continue on here uh, to the back um for works that belong to the maintenance of outward discipline are also demanded of the unbelievers and unconverted and are performed by them, even though such works are praiseworthy in the world's sight um, and are rewarded by God in this world with temporal benefits. So again, God does work, right? Nonetheless, because they do not proceed from true faith, they are sin in God's sight. If you do not believe no matter what you do. Do you see how, how much Jesus is an important factor here? <laughs> He's everything. Right? Like, Anthony could say, I've been a good dad. But his good dadness, not a word, um, is, <laughs> is that he is a representative of God as God works through him. That's what it means to be a good dad. It's not because, well, the benefits of that is to take care of his children and all these things. But that good dad isn't because he was just there for them as a human being. He's a good dad because God has given him children to, to guide and, and to, to lead by the very word of God in the goodness of Christ. The world says good dad is just the, the physical, right? You've got to be there. You've got to get it done and tell your kids flutter away with their wings and they fly away you did a good job good job dad you know no our, our good dadness our good parenthood is is always rooted in the blood of christ right it says right there clearly in our confession it says because they do not proceed from faith they are sin in god's sight that is they are tarnished with sins and are regarded by god as sin and impure because of the corrupted human nature and because the person who performs them is not reconciled with God. Right? Make sense? 
So, so we do say that there are temporal benefits to unbelievers' good works for the world. But in the sight of God, because of that separation, right, no matter what you try to do to reconcile or to gain favor with God, without faith, you're, you're dead. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really does put good works into a clear picture of how we proceed in good works. Because I think a lot of us Christians can kind of get caught up into that. Like it's a moralistic thing. Like, oh, that's good because we think that's good. And if that's good for us, then that's probably good to God. Uh, and that's how the world thinks. But for us, it's, no, it's, it's good because of the goodness that Christ gives to us in his blood on the cross and the gospel. Right? And this is, this is the key, you guys. Uh, read Galatians 5, 22 to 26. If someone could read that for me, that'd be great. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. All right. If we live by the Spirit, Spirit, Holy Spirit, St. Paul uh, alludes right here, always in the Spirit, in all of his letters, how do we know we are in Holy Gospel or Holy Baptism through the Gospel? And there we have the fruits of the Spirit. What is very important of this term, fruit of the Spirit? What is not there? Us. It's not the fruit of me. It's the fruit of the Spirit who has brought you into the grace that has given you faith to trust and to know full well that you are reconciled with God. And every day you live, God has prepared all these good works for you to do. Not to say they are good works, but rather because you are good by the Spirit, through the Word of God, there you proceed in what? What are the, the, it says, in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Again, what are the important parts of these fruits of the Spirit? Are they, is it Nancy trying to, like, muster it out of herself to have these things done? If we read this text, and a lot of people, even Christians, will read this text. Even non-believers will read this text and say, sounds good, let's try that. But is this what the text is really saying? It's of the Spirit. Why is of the Spirit so important? Right? And, And that's the key to good works. Is that why are your works good in front of God? Because of the Spirit who has brought you into this faith. Right? If I was a non-believer and I was doing a lot of good work and a lot of worldly like good work, you know, a lot of global work and all these things, and and Ken there is just um, he's he's a Christian there, nine to five, helping out, volunteering at church whenever he can. The world will look at the the global philanthropist and say, "Wow, that's good work, Ken. Oh yeah, that's that's good too. You know, he's doing some stuff, right?" But going to third world countries, doing all these things, you know, FYI, that was my dream once in the blue moon, uh, was to um, be in the Peace Corps. That was kind of my thing after college. We got to graduate to go to the Peace Corps, so I was going to do that, but then 
Did I play music? So anyways, but, um, uh, but Peace Corps was a great thing for me because I wanted to do something grand, right? Something in the world and to help other people and to do, to, to do good in life, I think, honestly. But I think the misconception is to think that we need to bring that good to the table. Like every time Anthony does his prayers with his kids or, or, or comes home and feeds them or whatever he does, dances with them if he does. Does he dance with them? I can't imagine. No, you don't know. I, I just, I do that a lot. And my kids say, don't ever do that. And I'm like, what? At your graduation? I can't do that at your graduation? Uh, no, you're not invited. Anyways, um, uh, literally. Uh, so, uh, but, but yeah, you know, every little thing that we do in faith is good in the sight of God. You, you might think your job is just another ho-hum, 40-hour-a-week job, but actually, that, that's good work. Have you ever thought of it that way? You know, uh, taking care of your spouse, uh, taking care of your kids, uh, cleaning the gutters, um, cleaning the toilets. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything is your... I was brushing the, sh- uh, the shower the other day with the mold between the cracks. You know how annoying those are. Like, you use every type of... It's still there. I'm sitting there like this. I'm like, this is a good work. Uh, that's, is that, that just how I think? I, I don't know. Like, this is a good work. I mean, no one's looking, and it's just a boring little thing, kind of cleaning this black stuff off the wall. You know, that's, that's the work that God prepared. When... when um, uh, when Patrick, sorry, when Patrick comes comes to church and fixes all the electrical, you know this isn't something that he is doing to get in with God, just because out of the love of Christ, right? The love, joy, I know, Patrick's a pastor. Don't, it's okay. I just, I'm too humble. Don't, don't, don't bring me up. Anyways, but I know he just does it out of joy, right? And and, and joy and peace and patience and kindness, goodness. This is all rooted. In the fruit of the Spirit. This is the working of the Holy Spirit that has worked faith in you, that has given you the comfort of Christ. And there you go to love and serve neighbor. It's how you hear that is very important because how you hear it, if it's I gotta be good, you're missing the point. Because your goodness is not you, it's Christ. Right? So when I say go do good work, how you should hear it is, of course. Christ has prepared these good works for me because I'm a child of God, good by His grace and covered by His blood. That's what you should be hearing. And that's why the gospel is so important with everything that we do. So when someone says, I don't want to hear about the gospel anymore, well, we've got to hear it because that is the center to which we proceed in all of these ways by the fruit of the Spirit. That is, we are, in essence, absent in our human inclination and our nature as God leads us to do these very good works. And as Luther would always say, the greatest work is to change the baby's diaper. And he says that because the most ordinary work is the greatest work in front of God. And that is out of faith. Right? And, and, and that's the difference. It's easy to get caught up into that whole moralistic way of viewing works, right? Do you, do you know what I'm saying here? Like, do you see kind of the difference? Just kind of gauging it by the world's measure of what good works are, when in fact, all this is not even about how the world gauges it. It's about how God is gauging it. 
And he gauges it by the one who measured up for you, and that's Jesus. Right? So, so why is this so important? Because as you go out and serve in your various vocations, it is done out of joy because you are walking in the goodness of Christ. And what a joy it is to, to get the needles and, oh, oops, I actually if I prick myself with the needle, I'd be sad. But, oh, well, I guess I'll just let it bleed and let it heal and I'll do it again, right? Because this is what God gives me the skills to do. And Ken with his ears, you know? He does, he does sound all the time. God bless him with ears to hear that sound. Um, but every time he's editing and every time he's, whatever he does with all the complicated buttons that he pushes, uh, he knows that God is using his hand uh, 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 for his glory, right? But it's through that good Christ, through the faith, that we proceed in the joy of the gospel. But we don't always think about it, right? I mean, sometimes we... It, it's part of of us. Like I don't always think, right, that I'm okay. This is a good work. I'm helping this old lady across the street. This is a good work. It's just something that comes through us. Yes, yes, yes. But again, I, I think uh, when we talked about earlier, and I know we have to close soon. When we talked about early about good works, I think the misconception is. And I think Chris brought up a good point, because I think that is what a lot of people in the world kind of get, is that the good work, is it good work in the sight of God, even though from the human eye it's good work? Like, no matter if it's faith or not, is it good work in the sight of God, in the sight of God? Is it? Does it benefit man? Yes. Right? Even with unbelievers who do a lot. Bill Gates, has been, he has benefited a lot of people. I know some people politically think he has a devious way of doing things. I don't really dig too deep. But on the surface, it seems like he's doing a lot of good. But in the sight of God, that's the question. Is it truly good? If we're doing the works of man, then we really aren't, because then we're kind of deifying ourselves and making ourselves God if we're doing it outside of God's work. Can a dead can a dead person who's doing works is that pleasing to God? One of dead faith. No matter how beautiful it is. Billion dollars, Anthony. If I give a billion, trillion. Oh, you had to think about it. <laughs> It's okay so because loved. it's because it's pulling the focus away from God. But it's not about loves. No. The good that is happening in the world, he, people do benefit from it. But is it a good work in the sight of God? That's the question. Can a dead person show God his good works and say, "Yeah, that's good"? Can it, can a dead person who rejected the faith? Can they? No, but that dead person can still be loved, right? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, Jesus loves, Jesus loves all people, right? Um, but when it comes to uh, God's good work, uh, it, it's a very profound question. Because I think the way you answer this will, at the end of the day, show you where your faith is. That's why I'm always asking questions. Because it really does diagnose where we place our faith. And it's easy for all of us to place it in ourselves. And that's the distinction with this question. Is it in ourselves or is it in Christ Jesus and the gospel? Is it in ourselves or is it in the Holy Spirit who has called us in our baptism? Like little Aaron, right? That's the work of the Lord. And we thank the Lord for all that he has done and continues to do. All right. 
Uh, okay. Uh, it says right here, through the Holy Spirit, faith is created in us through the Word, and thus with great joy and gladness, it is through the Spirit that Christians bear fruit. Faith must be the mother and the source of those truly good and God-pleasing works. Can we separate good works and faith? That's a question. Can we separate good works and faith? No. no. So you see the difference now, a little bit? Right? Without faith, works, they might benefit mankind, but in the sight of God, they are not good. It takes, it, it's faith. It all begins in faith. Right? And that should be a very comfort to you as you live out your vocations, knowing that you've already measured up. And now through the joy, through Christ, now through the joy of Christ, you proceed loving and serving your neighbor. And you are assured that that is good because you are covered by his blood, which makes you good. Jesus. See the difference? Yeah? All right. Faith is a living and, dare, uh, faith is a living and daring confidence in God's grace. So sure and certain that the believer would stake life itself on it a thousand times. This knowledge of and confidence in God's grace makes people glad and bold and happy in dealing with God and with all creatures. And this is the work which the Holy Spirit performs in faith. Because of it, without compulsion, a person is ready and glad to do good to everyone, to serve everyone, to suffer everything, out of love and praise to God, who has shown this grace. Thus, it is impossible to separate works from faith, quite as impossible as to separate heat and light from fire. Right? So that whole heat and light from fire, that is a picture of our oneness with God. You cannot, um, you cannot uh, separate that, right? Um, so... Uh, what is good? What are the good works in the sight of God? The answer: Our activities and works are good in God's sight when they flow from faith in Christ as children of God, and they are carried out within our callings according to the Ten Commandments. So we know that they are good according to the will of God, and that will is the Ten Commandments, as we know. Um, uh, but always it is done in the faith that is Christ that flow from Christ. So, what are good works in the sight of God? Does that make sense to you? Yes. Yes? Do you see the pitfall of seeing it differently? Once we, once we see good works apart from Christ, then it's very easy to go down that path of saying Patrick is so good about what he has done, and because he is good about what he has done, he is good in, in front of God. But on the polar opposite is, Patrick is also a sinner like me. And man, what, what do we do with that? And that's a very terrifying thing. Right? But you are good, all by the blood of Christ. And what proceeds through the Holy Spirit, there you go, in Christ, as you love and serve neighbor. Not to measure up. You're already good. It just flows from what is good. And that is the blood that he has shed for you. Not for everyone, I don't know. <laughs> but for everyone, right? Do you see the difference? You see that? So it does give you it does give you that push again in your vocation. Like when you walk in when I go to home at night and I open the door, I do a quick prayer, Lord, it's time to be a father to my kids. Um, and, and, and a faithful a husband to my wife and, and we go. Because you are good, O oh Lord, and you have made me good. And here you lead me by your spirit. And maybe that's just me who always says that. But, but you know, it, it's just so important to remember what we do proceeds from our faith. And that's why our faith needs, you know, needs to hear the words of the gospel. 
Trust me, when you stop hearing the word, what happens to all this? It, it turns itself around and it becomes about you. You think you can run on your own steam? I'm not a runner, so this is how I run. <laughs> you, know, you think you can prance around on your own steam? But that's not the case. You'll, you'll, you'll burn out. You'll be tired. And, and you'll be, at the end of the day, terrified, wondering if you've ever measured up and if you're good enough or your good works are good enough. Right? And here we see it clearly that it's already been done. And that this goodness, this is a, this is, this is who you are. But that's how you flow. That doesn't mean we're perfect. No. Do we fall short? Yes. But there we repent and rest in the gospel. And there we go again. Right? So it's how you see the law is very important. Right? How you see the law is very important. Is it because you have to? Or is it rooted in who has made you good and who has forgiven you of all your sins? Trust me, you'll catch yourself too. You'll catch yourself a couple times saying, wait, oh, that's the worldly way of thinking about what is good. Because we all do, we're, we're surrounded by it, by TV, media, what they view as good. God has always checked back to the scripture and say, wait, this is what is good. And it's Jesus. Never about me. All about Christ. And that's why we continue um, in this life of faith through the gospel. All right. Uh, any questions before we close? Any thoughts? Make sense? Mm -hmm. Give a nod or no? Nod? I know I went in for a check on my pain tooth the other day. And you know what they said to me? You need root canal. Oh. I'm like... Right now? Yeah. Right now. I <laughs> said, bring it. Let's do this. <laughs> um, so, it was a bad... They tried to crown it, but still hurt after the crown. And they, they said, you need a root canal. Sorry, we find a little abscess. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I have bad teeth. So. Anyways, so that's... Uh, I don't know why I brought that up. But um, I, love, I love going to the dentist. They do good work. Anyways, um, <laughs> which when I went to my dentist, they said, "Oh, pastor, we saw you in the newspaper in the acorn." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I wish I showed my teeth to show your good work." <laughs> they wanted me to be somber, so I'm like, "All right, I'll be introspective looking." So, anyways, they do a good job, my dentist. My daughter um, was seeing it too. She's really realistic. She just read it on her page. We got to say, "Hey, pastor's in the acorn." Oh wow! I'm surprised people. I never know where we're even to get that newspaper except at the coffee shop. But anyways, um, anyways, why don't we close uh, with a word of prayer. Uh, dear Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the goodness that you bring to us in the Lamb who went to the cross for our sins. Bless us, O Lord, in Christ Jesus as you, as you lead us. Um, that faith, apart, that faith uh, with works, Lord, you have called us to do. Bless us in the comfort of salvation knowing that all has been finished. And that our good works Lord, they, they are full of assurance in Christ Jesus. Bless us this day through your word. Lead us this week. pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Bible study presentation from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.